0: Jennifer Zhang. Yes, Jacqueline Lopez. Give me three words to describe coarse oblivion. Well, you know, death, futility, hopelessness. Oh, that's excellent. This is Seven of Wine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Hi, Jackie. <laughs> um, um,
0: um, welcome, everyone, to another exciting installment of Seven of Wine. We're, this show is uh, a show where we pair bottles of wine and episodes of Star Trek Voyager at the same time, and we review them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an enthralling episode. It's going to be great. Uh, put your smile smiles on. I'm so excited. So while we're sitting on this rainbow. <laughs> Jen, why don't you give us a brief synopsis <clears throat> of this episode?
1: Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Voyage's crew has discovered and installed a new enhanced warp drive that shaves their seventy year return trip home down to two years. That should be good, right? Yeah, and Tom and Bolana they got married. Oh my god, that's excellent, right? Yeah, too okay. bad she dies. Oh fuck. Uh, too bad they all die. The end. <laughs> <laughs> It just keeps getting
0: worse and worse um so jen since you picked this episode uplifting as it were i feel like it's a hallmark movie in <laughs> of itself <laughs> sure so why don't you why don't you let me know uh what what wine did you pick
1: a wine that is uh probably equally traumatic oh how exciting uh, it's called hope's end <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one really jumped out at me at the, at the BevMo, let me tell you. She was like, oh, this aisle feels like dreams are dying. Yep. Oh, and here it is.
0: Oh, found it. All right. Well, let's look at this sweet bottle of doom. Uh, it says Hope's End. And on the front, it says, run away to the dark side to a place called Fort Misery. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Port Misery. And it's in Australia, so next time you hit up Australia, you guys, go check out that sweet destination. Mm -hmm. It's a red blend from 2016. And here, the backside of a bottle we've all been waiting for. This dark, brooding wine is a tribute to the brave souls who set sail to the dark side of the world in search of a better life (laughs) and arrived to find hope's end. In that moment, they stopped hoping for a better tomorrow. And instead live for that day. This red blend is intriguing and indulgent. Silky velvet smooth on the palate. Showing hints of vanilla and chocolate. And flavors that linger long after the last sip.
1: Well, fuck. (laughs) I feel like the winemaker watched this episode and then made this wine. Legitimately, it says...
0: They stopped hoping for a better tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my God. And instead lived
1: for the day. It's the wine for me. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.
0: All right, here we go.
1: I don't know. I don't know, girl. It's very syrupy. It's very, right? Yeah. It reminds me
0: of like a port almost. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. It's very viscous. It's It's, like. It's
1: goopy. (laughs) Another reason why it seems apt. Uh, Friends, the,
0: uh, the key word, if you want to play a drinking game with us, is goop. Goop. Whenever you hear goop, goopy, goopitious, uh, take a swig of whatever <laughs> you are drinking at home, and you too will mellow the
1: depression. And arrive at Hope's End. Oh, shut up. <laughs> With us, <laughs> Jacqueline Lopez and Jennifer Zhang, after watching Course Oblivion. Okay. <laughs> so
0: this, this episode opens. Mm-hmm. With a wedding. Joyous. <laughs> so, so joyous. So fucking joyous. Oh boy, oh boy, a wedding episode. <laughs> you guys, this is like, this is the moment we all waited for, right? Because we were like, hey, Tom and B'Elanna married, finally. Finally. Um, can we talk about what instruments I do not want played at my wedding? Maybe a
1: clarinet. Yeah, I would
0: say that. we
1: <laughs> would probably hit, hit the nail on the head. Harry Kim playing the clarinet uh, while Neelix... Hands out little ball sacks of rice. You didn't, you didn't have to say ball sacks. It's sack. just really...
0: <laughs> but you just did. Just little
1: scrotal
0: rice okay. packets. Okay. And Which he's frustrated by because... Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we cook it? Uh, when no. thou hast rice, shouldn't thou cookest it? Look, bitch. We are on Voyager. <laughs> where resources are endless. Endless. Yes. Everybody looks on point. Yep. And the
1: sas factor of seven is at a 20. Anytime you see her involved in any kind of ritual that she can't quite wrap her Borg mind around, like, what the point of it is, um, she's just in her, she's at her most miserable. She, she can't handle so
0: it. so miserable. And what's so funny is it's like, I want, everybody wants the Neelix and Tuvok show. I want the Seven and Tuvok show. <laughs> because he could make fun of her, but he's just like, you. no, people are primitive. Like, they're like the old grandparent muppets in the muppet show up in the corner balcony.
1: Belaine and Tom are getting married. Getting married and it's uh you know it's pretty much you know they eh, they nailed it. Yo. Yeah, the writers nailed it. This is what we would want Tom and and uh, Balana' marriage to look like, you know, he's he's got his little quips, but he's got his little his little smirky little dimply smiles. so cute. And they have little vows. Oh my God, their the vows! The vows are so cute. Chakotay walks her down the aisle, which is oh. amazing because he's pretty much like her dad now. Oh, it's her dad because it's her captain from it's the Maquis. Her... And Janeway, of course, is kind of like Tom's mom because she plucked him out of jail and, like, had faith in him, and it you was, know, like, that's, perfect. You know, that's how I get children, never. Just go but to a prison when, and pick one. I'm going to pick one from a
0: prison. <laughs> yep. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, my favorite, can, we, we can't uh, jump over the fact that Seven catches the bouquet, mm-hmm. and she goes, what does this mean? And Tufak goes, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> he's right she wouldn't want she to, wouldn't know. want to they're going out of the. they're going out of the uh the, the 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 mess hall there goes the happy couple happy couple but the rice is falling through the grate that's weird oh it's it's weird
1: and then it's falling into goop land yeah it's uh you know last time we checked uh the structure of voyager it wasn't goopy It was not. It was,
0: uh, I mean, uh, when I saw it last, you know, when I was perusing the decks, as it were. Mm. As one does. As one does. I was like, hey, what's down this deck? Not goopy at all. Not goop. Nope. And then we go to uh, credits. And then we, how to make Jacqueline drink is do this episode today. (laughs) And then we cut to Chakotay and Janeway in their favorite positions next to each other
1: oh and you know what <laughs> merriment abound there's been a wedding apparently one of the crew members has had a baby can we have a moment and discuss how her baby daddy was never mentioned
0: it's just she should be happy she had her child how'd you have yes. your child susan i'm not saying anything
1: um but yeah so merriment abounding yes and the happiest news of all perhaps what? is uh that the newly installed warp drive um, that they have, that's enhanced, which they don't mention previously, but, you know, just we just assume they've installed a new warp drive. And guess what? Yeah. That 70-year mission that you thought they were on? Yeah. it's Now down to two. What? Two and some, two bro, some bro, change. Bro, bro, bro. Two years and some they, change. It's, they've got so much time now on their hands that Janeway and Chakotay talk about maybe doing a little side mission to ex- do some exploring on their way back, why don't you? Because
0: every, cause apparently the whole Voyager crew is going to have exploration thirst yeah they're gonna be like man we're so thirsty for discovering some shit
1: look they they were looking at 70 years now it's down to 2 so technically they've gained 68 years bro we have 68 what am I gonna years? do with
0: these years yeah. now man
1: um, so it's all looking great it's so looking great everything's good soup's good um, but there's something wrong with the thing. Yeah, there is something drive, wrong with the thing. But no, no problem. No bigs. Yeah, you know? no bigs. You know what could possibly bring this day down? Yeah, it's such a joyous day. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so joyous that Neelix is helping uh Tom
0: plan his honeymoon. Yeah, and he's got lots of terrible suggestions. Oh my god, and it's creepy too. Yeah, like Neelix, whole- mind your business. Oh my god, when Neelix talks about aphrodisiacs. Ugh. Gross. Nobody, How I, why I drink reason number nine. You know
1: the last person in the universe I want to talk to about sex? Neelix. I know he's a fictional character, but if anyone asked me, Jennifer, who, like, is, who would you least want to talk to about sex? Your grandmother? Your mother? No. No. Close. Ne- Neelix. Ne- Neelix. Neelix. I think he's just at this point lonely and just trying to live vicariously through people. I feel it. It's gross. And uh, Tom's like, nah, 1920s. The roaring 20s. Gatsby's party. Gatsby's party. But it's so awkward when like Tom's like,
0: between you and me, like, we don't need aphrodisiac.
1: <laughs> yeah, so butt out. Hey man, get the fuck out of my yeah, dreams. Listen, so my penis, my business. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag like, my penis. This, My this is between me and little Tom Paris. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this this conversation is being paralleled uh, with um, <clears throat> Balana uh, is actually also she's got her honeymoon on the mind, but not so has her, the honeymoon on her mind. There we go. Oh, but wine? not not so much because the way that she handles having to take a vacation is to become way more of a workaholic. Mm-hmm. So she's like walking. Um, Seven through the engineering lab, whatever, engineering, whatever, engineering, and uh, she's an over- (laughs) Engineering lab? Oh, you mean the warp core? (laughs) Yeah. She's a little, she's just a little (laughs) bit, she's a little bit- um, Extra. She's a little extra because um, she's leaving her baby in the hands of Seven, whom she doesn't, you know, she's never really- Really quite trusted. Um, and Seven is way too sterile and clinical about the way she sees all the operations of engineering, right? And is trying to explain to her, no, you know, the warp core's got, like, a personality and it's got moods. Yeah, it's like tr- she's trying... What
0: I think is so funny is you could not put science in better hands, right? Because of all the knowledge that Seven has amassed. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, in order to qualify... Her one-upness over Seven, she has to instill some sort of personification upon the warp core.
1: Yeah, and it's in you know an instability. But people get like weird also about like their when they get closely attached to their machines. You hear this kind of thing all the time from people. You know, like oh yeah,
0: me and my laptop, we have a second language.
1: Yeah, and me and me and my uh, my car, my crappy old Camry, whenever it hits. E for empty. I'm like, no, I know my car. Yeah. (laughs) She's hiding. She's hiding some gas. You sassy little minks. So she's trying to convince Seven. But just, you know, right on cue, as she references that this thing has a particular mood, it acts acts out. Yep, exactly. And uh, which leads uh, Belana and Seven to have to go crawling through some Jeffrey's tubes. Crawling through some Jeffrey's tubes. New hit. I wonder how often they've had seven crawl through jeffrey's tubes. Wow. Because with that outfit on, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's a special treat. <laughs> I Stop feel like right it, I feel like it doesn't happen often because they know people will keep watching just to see if it'll happen. But here it is. But what's so interesting about this is like, you know, their their small talk. Yeah, if this oh def- my gosh, if this scenario, if these two women on all fours doesn't get you hot enough.
0: Let's talk about a non-committal woman who's okay with having relations with a lot of people.
1: Yeah, because they're talking about matrimony, as it were, and Seven, said, like, implies that she'd rather stay single. I don't need no man. But she says, because she wanted to experience uh, lots of different individuals in different social settings. L- lots of different ensigns? Right, exactly. Oh, maybe. And then, like, nerds all over the world went, ha <laughs> 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 <You know, like, laughs> uh, do you say more, my pretty. Oh, you're so lovely. You're so lovely. Say <laughs> say more about your collections. But I thought. That, but you know what?
0: Let's. But let's call a spade a spade. Kudos to Voyager. Kudos to the writers for being like this chick who is heightened. Right again. She is. Mm-hmm. She's. She has Borg knowledge. She has mm-hmm. all. She is all knowing. And she's like, bro. I don't need to be tied down. There's no point in monogamy. There's no point in monogamy. And it's coming from a woman where it's like culturally we're told
1: women are should 180 that. But like, here, yes, queen. Yes. But here's where it gets kind of odd. Yes. Was, Bolana said, I'm married. I'm not going into stasis. In fact, I plan to. And then she and gets then cut, cut off. Too. And then she gets cut off. Yeah. I'm like. What? You plan to what? We plan to what, Belana? Belana, what do you plan to what do? What do you plan? Like, um, hike Everest? Or do you plan to. I mean, I, I thought where she was going with that was threesomes. Bro. That's what I thought she was going. Bro. Because I was kind of. She was, she was basically saying she wasn't going to be monogamous, but you know she loves Tom. So she wasn't saying, like, I, she was going to cheat on him. I plan to invite
0: you to our room. Oh. Oh. There'd be like abuse, and there would be there would be logic. A calculator would be involved, and a weird (laughs) and an old an old timey
1: VCR recording device. Yeah, yep. Because he likes to keep it vintage. He likes
0: keeping it vintage. I
1: don't want to write this fanfic (laughs) now. We well we we present to you the premise. Now it's up to you, dear listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Our gift to you, we have bestowed unto thee. (laughs) We've done all the heavy lifting here. You we're, guys, the, we're the idea people.
0: We're not even going to, you don't even need to give us credit no, at this no, point. No. You just, just go. Go. go execute. It's our gift to you. So write it and then burn it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Burn it. <laughs> it and burn it.
0: <laughs> so we're like, um, what's going on with this area? Because it's getting all wonkified. It's really bad. And uh, they enter a wobbly Jefferie's tube. And they're like, it's not supposed to look like this. No, it's not. They were like, you know, we've been on this ship long enough feel this is wrong something's
1: different <laughs> so then they um now it's time to assess they have to inform the captain and chakotay and everybody mm-hmm. and uh it's the unfortunate thing that this warp core that was uh, this warp drive that was giving them so much hope before uh, may now be uh, destabilizing, demolecularizing the entire ship, as it were. Yeah, and it's and this
0: isn't... Yeah, so that's the biggest thing, is basically on a molecular level, shit's breaking
1: down. It's gooping. It's gooping, y'all. Gooping up. Goops. Gooping up, gooping down. Gooping down. Um, uh, Which, you know, kind of a problem. If Voyager turns into goop, a kind of a problem. Bit. Not the biggest problem, though, as it turns out. No. No, because uh, Balana. You know, she heads back to her quarters and she has slight, you know, a slight suspicion that she might have to um, postpone the honeymoon. Um, but she's like really cold all of a sudden. Dude, she's cold. And we don't mean the way B'Elanna usually cold. No, not frigid bitch cold. No. Not shut off from
0: Tom Klingon emotions cold. We're talking like all of a sudden she's freezing. She needs someone to hold her. But I can't reach through the television, so
1: she goes to the bathroom, and then she, low in- she walks to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't <laughs> then pee herself. <laughs> so she goes to the bathroom, and then she hears, <laughs> "Oh my god, I'm gonna pee!" That's so funny. So she's cold. She grabs her pants. She- <laughs> so she's cold, and then all of a
0: sudden, she got a weird ass zit on her face.
1: Yeah, it was kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, she starts convulsing. And she's very cold, and you're like, "Where's Tom? Where's Tom? Like, he's he's there. Just give
0: him a minute, God. Tom. And Tom, stop talking to Neelix about creepy things. No, he wasn't. He was talking to pa- uh, Kim. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, at that point, he's like, and you know, and 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 you know, Harry's like, "Hey, bro, you want to hang?" And he's like, "Nah, bitch, I'm murdered." party's over party's over turning here's my bachelor card you give that to your next best friend Aww. not me they're still best friends i'm just Aww. kidding my point is tom comes in he's like hey dinner does he mean dinner or does he mean dinner <laughs> we'll never know because he goes and he's like why is it so hot in here yep balana what the fuck and then he sees her in the bathroom and she's shaking. She's not
1: doing good. you gone. So, to the sick bay. To the sick. Not only is she shaking and not doing well, she's also starting to get, like, some veiny, goopy stuff on her face, which you is guys, gross. She's, she's gooping out. I, st- I, I stay away from anything that's veiny and goopy. I can't right now with you, Jen. <laughs> this just, is why I
0: drink as well. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> with, I'm drink
1: I'm drinking. Ladies and what? gentlemen, I am swigging alcohol
0: because of the filth coming out of my co-host's what are, mouth. What are you talking about? Let me finish. Okay. God,
1: I'm talking about a penis. <laughs> <laughs> One, <laughs> so so uh to the sick bay, and she's not doing so well. She's laid out. Jen, we have to be serious now because this is actually really sad. I know, right? This is sad. No, this is really, really. sad. This is the sad part. Everyone, stop laughing. My God, Jesus! Hey, we can't take you anywhere. Hey, you, you right there. I see you. Stop, yeah. quit it. La- stop. Quit it. Hey. we're gonna we're gonna
0: pause a little bit until you settle. Thank you. you. Count Thank to to you. Three, what? three. Okay. <laughs> No, but so. seriously.
1: So she's, she's not doing so well. And she's, she's not the first victim because when Tom drags her into the uh, sick bay, there are other people who are laid out. And Doc says this, we may be looking at an epidemic. But it doesn't matter. Uh, none of those other sick people just got married. So we don't care about them. We don't care about them. They're, they don't have their name at the beginning credits. Yeah, jeez, Rude, Doc. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> So she's laid out and she's not doing so well. And I can't even go on. Jackie, you have to take Let's
0: so, um, <laughs> It's getting emotional. So, so Tom comes over. And, uh, you know, at this point, whatever the gobbledygook is on Bellana's face has gotten worse. Yeah. Um, it's amassed a lot more. And she looks just, I mean, she looks beat up by snot. That's what she looks like. Yeah. She looks like she went to Double Dare and she got slimed and didn't take too kindly to Mark Summers. So that's what it looks like right now. And she's laying on that table, and then Tom comes over and he's like, "Here you go." And she goes, "What is this?"
1: He puts it in her hand.
0: And he puts it in her hand, the little the little gum stick. And you're like, "Wait, that's a program."
1: It's their honeymoon, <laughs> and then he. Describe he has to describe it to her. And it's horrible because he... You know, it's horrible for a lot of reasons. One, she's not doing so well. So even though he's speaking about it in future tense, like this is something they're going to do, you know he's brought it to her to give it to her just in case they never get to do it. And
0: and let's... and. I, we jumped a hair, but the bottom line is when the doc understands what this epidemic is, he knows that there's no cure for it, that these people are just, once they're starting to break down, they're breaking down. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, once you've gotten effect, infected, at this point, they think it's an, an infection. Once you've gotten infected, you're, you're gone, like you're mm-hmm. going and uh, you're destabilizing, you know, on a molecular level. And um, yeah, so he basically just describes their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And he makes
1: gangster Chicago sound quite charming. Yep. Crystal chandeliers. And they have a canopy bed. And, you know, and, and what's really heartbreaking about this is I think it's you see very clearly between the two of them, the unspoken understanding that that they may never do this. So she's really willing to play along, obviously. And so she asks him as he describes everything. She's like, oh, is there going to be champagne? And he says, it's already on ice. And uh, oh Jackie's gonna cry Jackie's gonna cry don't cry Well you know what so cry. it's it's funny
0: like um, you know in thinking about weddings and people that I know who have gotten married um, it sometimes you're like these people don't necessarily on on paper look like they' they're meant to be together mm-hmm. and yet they're able to just have small talk mm-hmm. and what I thought was so amazing about this episode is they allowed this scene to breathe mm-hmm. and you really get to see the distillation
1: of, of this relationship between they they just like simple shit dude yeah she's she's basically what it is is she's a hard ass who can't relax as we've just seen right oh yeah even like
0: even she's even fighting him yeah here he like calls her old lady which i thought was a ballsy move <laughs> And she's like, "I'm well enough to punch you in the face if you say that again, or something like that." Yeah, and you know? it's really
1: it's it's really cute because you also see Tom at his finest, yes. which is like his main virtue is the fact that he can turn any situation into something with levity, right? And or escapism. Escapism is his like primary resource. Oh yeah, I mean look at look at his adventures, Proton mm-hmm. and Beyond. You know what I mean? I mean this is like, what she needs right now. Yeah, and it's what he gives her, and. You know, and and then she gets better. And, and, <laughs> and, that, and they, that was the end of the episode. On, and that they, was it. They go on that honeymoon. Oh, my
0: God. That was, guys, and I was so happy when that happened in this episode. Whew.
1: All right. Toast. A toast to toast. the happy couple. Toast. toast. <laughs> yeah. No, she dies. You guys, she totally she, dies. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: hmm. bites the bullet. And it's just heartbreaking because he can't mourn for her oh yeah this part sucks because she needs to be tested on yeah like a fucking lab rat
1: yeah it's and the doctor you know (sighs) he he tries all kinds of things like immediately to try to bring her back and the doctor's like you know you need you need to leave immediately and he's like i'm not leaving her which is exactly the kind of response you would have if your new new wife just freaking died in front of you but he's like i have to her through all these tests and you know he, and he you don't want to see them no it'd be really no It would not be would not be Bolana's finest moments they just so. got married oh jackie and now she's crying she's dead. now jackie's at hope's end now this is why i drink you guys now i have to say that i i did uh this episode of all episodes of voyager definitely stuck out in my mind the most through all the years of not watching Voyager, like since I watched it when it originally aired um, to when it became available on Netflix, if you asked me about Voyager, I would be like, Oh yeah, it's a really great show. There's this one episode. And i would talk about this. This is the episode that you would talk about. This is the one that I would talk about because of just how powerful it is. When people say like (sighs) Voyager isn't like a serious Star Trek, this is the one that I I point to. Um, But I do remember watching it when it first aired and thinking, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is happening? They just killed Bolana. What the fuck? Well, and that's the thing, right? One of the... I,
0: I mean, you could argue in the crew, she's the most tenacious. She's the strongest, right? She's the one that's going to put up the biggest fight yep. of all the crewmen and crew women, crew people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and she's the first to go. Mind you, the other two fuckers in bay were already infected. But nay, she has to go first. Why? Because I have to have something to fight for.
1: Oh my, Jackie's crying. But I don't want to fight. <laughs> oh, Jackie. So this this epidemic is happening, um, and it seems to be inf- infecting. Because they've tested everything now, it seems to be infecting everything. What is affecting the ship mm-hmm. is actually also what's affecting the people. It is an infection that seems to seems to not. Uh, be influenced by whether or not what it infects is carbon-based or, no. you know, it, it's, it's hitting everything up. Yeah, so
0: when, when um, you know, to, to, to further your point, when Janeway comes into sickbay and, and goes, what's going down? The doc uh, says exactly what you said and then, of course, right? The, the, the captain of the ship, the person who should be unyielding, unwavering, he scans her and says, oh no, this shit's gonna go... Yeah. It's, it's in you too. Yep. And you kind of go, well,
1: fuck no, my shit. life. Yeah, uh, Well, fuck. And then Neelix comes around and you're like, not now, Neelix. Neelix, I can't your, with your shit. Your goddamn horny shit. God like, damn it. And he's like, wait, no, no, no I got something helpful. You're, you're talking like, about okay. fuck bugs and now you're here? Give me some, what? What, Neelix? What, Neelix? What? What is it? What is that? So it turns out he got a lot of stuff from oh, planets yeah, and they're did. not infected. ha! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! That is really helpful. It's it's significant because these everything that's not infected, that's not deteriorating, that's in the mess hall, right, is all stuff that he picked up on away missions from other planets. That allows Chakotay and Tuvok to deduce that whatever happened that's causing all this happened within a certain time frame, right? Because. If everything after that point is not infected, that means that there was some event that happened on some mission of theirs that was the cause of all of this. So they start going into the logs. Chakotay and Tuvok, detective sleuths. <laughs> it's a work in progress.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you guys, I tried.
1: Yeah, can I, can I give that a shot? Yeah, go. But Chakotay and Tuvok, detective sleuths. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really, I think it's really, you really got something there. Yeah, it felt good. I thought good. you said my tie is loose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're sleuthing and detecting. You guys, they're not even wearing ties. That's what's so mysterious. No, they, they were loose, so they fell off. Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes together. So, No,
0: but seriously, so um, I think we have a breakthrough in this case, yeah. Detective Sleuths, and the, 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 the breakthrough is, let's go back in, our, in the annals of time.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're like, was it this? Was this? Could myth? it have been this planet? No, could it have been this? No, how about this one time? How about this one time at band camp? Yeah, one time at band camp, or you know, the demon class planet. What? Where we uh, we touched down, and yeah. it was a uh, it was a planet that was completely. Uh, the only living thing on it was this silver goop. Oh, my God. That's silver that silver goop, man. That just gooped around. Rude. It was like silver blood or whatever they called yeah. it. Um, um, and it turned out to be semi-sentient. And what happened was it uh, had copied. Remember when it copied us? Yeah, it copied Tom and Harry mm-hmm. first. This this was an actual episode that happened. It copied, copied Tom and Harry. And then when Voyager discovered that the people they brought on board were replicate uh, replic- replicants. You wouldn't call them that here, but copies, basically, duplicates, Duplicates. the duplicates, and that they hadn't rescued the real Tom and Harry um, to appease this planet that started sucking. uh, It actually started sinking Voyager as in a quicksand type manner um, to appease the planet. They let the planet duplicate them and before let them go.
0: Could you imagine going to Kinko's and you're like, I just want some black and white copies and then all of a sudden you're like starting to sink and it's like we need
1: to copy you we're gonna clone you we're gonna
0: clone you, and you're like well i mean let's be real you're aiming you're setting the bar pretty low but here you go here you enjoy go. my memories and there's a like, lot of trauma
1: bye which is what ha- what happened that's what Was they that, did they were like mm, okay
0: enjoy enjoy your sims yep. simulation
1: and then they flew away and then tuvok and chakotay uh have a little heart to heart because they're just you know walking down memory lane here and they're like yeah, you know, I often find myself wondering what happened to our copies. Are they happy on that planet? Done. Do they, you know, dun. like what are they do you think that they ever um got off? <laughs> got off got off the planet and then they look at each other and they're like ro, raggy." oh uh-oh. So they rush to the sick bay. They rush. They rush so fast and they guys? have a theory. They do. And they're like, Doc, can what? you can you inject uh, this corpse <laughs> with uh, something or other. And he goes, Why? And they're like, Do it. And he does. Now, it doesn't really matter what he injects her with because what all we understand as viewers is that whatever he injects her with is reacting to some compound that was characteristic of that demon class planet. Yes. And the reaction that it causes is unfortunately exactly what Tuvok and Chakotay suspected, which is it reduces her down to the primordial primordial ooze, which was her original makeup, um, not Bellana's original makeup, the original makeup of what this thing was, which was a duplicate.
0: They realized that the duplicates they had hypothesized about are in fact themselves they are duplicates god the entire damn it.
1: ship is duplicated god damn and it. the further they're straying now from that demon class planet which was their home um the more they're breaking down and they're susceptible to the effects of this warp drive mm-hmm. um so it's bad news it's bad news bears guys and they take this bad news to mama bear oh my god i love mama bear um and she reacts interestingly mm-hmm. i would say hmm. it's very characteristic of janeway Yeah, it just it really is. But it also this is a scenario that, um, look, Janeway is obviously our favorite captain. However, we don't delude ourselves into thinking that she's perfect. No one is. Right. And and in Janeway's particular case, her flaws are what make her so good as Voyager's captain because you need somebody who's that stubborn and that tenacious to take on such a miserable journey of we're looking at like everything about this situation or, Voyager's actual situation sucks. It takes a very stubborn, tenacious kind of woman to helm that kind of journey. So it's also a major flaw in her personality. So here's the deal, right? So all of a sudden, Janeway
0: is presented with this gobbledygook, right? The silver goop. And she goes, what am I staring at? And they said, we're duplicates. And she goes, but I have all these memories of me being born here, doing this. Problem is, is now that she's faced with this dilemma, they are duplicates. Which way do they go? Do they go mm-hmm. back to the planet or do they still set a course... Like, they're setting a course for
1: home. Which home do they go to? Yeah, because everything in her mind, everything that they know is Earth, right? Yes. There is actually, at this point in the story, no doubt in Janeway's mind that they should still, still head to Earth.
0: That's the thing. That's her
1: mission. That's, that's, the, that's been the focus of all of her memories, and so they're just going to stay the course. Yep. Um, Tom has something to say about that. Bro, <laughs> once Tom realizes that they're Kinko
0: copies... He goes off the fucking deep end. Mm-hmm. He has like, nothing
1: to live for anymore. He
0: is just fucking raging, man. Mm-hmm. What's the point? What is, what is the point is, of our life? Is he even Tom? No. Is she the captain? No. no. Yeah. Why are we even going towards an earth that's not even ours?
1: Yeah. What? Um, and then Harry, you know, poor, wide-eyed, innocent Harry, yeah. um, says, well, you know, Jane was the captain. And then Tom's like, is she? He's like, yeah, she's, she's my captain. and Yeah, she's uh, my captain too, asshole. And we're, and we're headed home. And that's just what we're going to do. And Tom's like, really? Because what if... Uh, what happens when you get home? For all you know, the real Harry could already be home. Yep. And then you walk through the door like a weirdo. Yep. <laughs> just yep. like, what, what do you think, how do you think they're going to treat you? Right? It's this whole episode becomes a big existential crisis. Dude. It becomes like a whole question of like crisis of identity for yep. all these people. Yep. But for the moment, for the time being, all they're doing is, is setting a course for home. Um, no, nope. nope. not going well. It's not going well. Nope. Um, people keep dying. People keep dying. Um, you guys.
0: S- stuff, stuff looks bad. And you know, it's, and you know, it's always that, it's always that movie magic that once the cat's out of the bag, Mm-hmm. degeneration accelerates
1: yep. at an amazing speed. It is, yep, gooptastic. Gooptastic. Well, so as this, as this is all happening, there are a couple revelations that happen. Do One, um, the doc comes out at a certain point and says to Janeway, because um, he's desperately trying to find some solution, mm-hmm. right? And he says, well, there is this interesting option. It's real interesting. You guys. You know and go, track with me here. Let's do it. Track with me here. Tra- track, track with, with me, me here. here. He says, "If we somehow manage to find actual Voyager, we can use." He essentially says we can use their genetic material to patch what's degrading in ours. So, so there's different
0: options, right? Well, and and then the other thing that they were talking about is they go to a Y class planet to heal up, mm-hmm. right? So when so the minute that Janeway figures out that they are y-class beings um Mm -hmm. she sets the environmental controls to a y-class planet to slow down this degeneration but they're still heading for earth so now they have three options on the table as presented by the doc Mm -hmm. um well four essentially they can either go back to the demon planet they can either touch down at a different y-class planet they can go to voyager or they can stay the course and go home and go
1: home and and arguably the worst idea there is to go home. Yeah, for real. they've already established for at the beginning that it was going to take two years, right? For so sure. So they're definitely not going to last two years. So the next option is to touch down on a, the nearest Y-class planet um, to kind of, uh, you know, rest for a little bit. Yeah, so Janeway's like, I'm not
0: 100%. Yeah. I'm not 100% sold on anything except going to the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. But I'm going to think about it while we rest on this here Y-class planet that
1: has just come up. On our sensors. On our sensors. And meanwhile, um, the very short debate they had about whether or not they should find the original Voyager, which was such a crapshoot anyway, mm-hmm. it wasn't really an option because there was no way to find Voyager. That's but, true. That's but true. he was like, if we do happen to somehow find Voyager, we could use Janeway. We could use every crew member's DNA to patch ours. And this is the part that we were referencing earlier where Janeway was like, how do we know they would help us? How do we know Captain Janeway would help us? And Doc says, because... You would. Oh, and you that's were. really important to remember um, later in the episode. And they find a
0: Y-class planet. So again, the viewer is now again being, the viewer, a.k.a. Jacqueline Lopez, is being thrown in the direction of hope. Yep. But as the wine
1: has dictated, <laughs> we end in a place called Port Misery. <laughs> so they, they head to this Y-class planet. Yep. Um, but, you know, of course, because nothing's easy a vessel comes out and tells them that they're in violation of some kind of trade treaty that they have nothing to do with and before Janeway can answer or really give a proper explanation this thing starts firing on them yep and their ship as you will recall is gooping it's gooping they do have one option though uh as the remaining people on the bridge are you know shouting out and and Tom by the way He's sassing her at every turn. Bro, He does not know why he's even pushing these buttons still. Why am I listening to you? You are a copy. But I believe it's Tuvok that says, okay, we do have this one option and this will, we 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 can target their warp core Mm -hmm. and destroy them.
0: We can, we can, we can hurt them.
1: Yeah. And Janeway uh, and you know, to both her credit, and her detriment, um, because she's Ugh. still on this Starfleet kick. Oh my God, even, she's still on the Starfleet kick. Even though she was never technically Starfleet, she she was never in the, you know, we're talking about this being, their entire existence has been uh, silver goop. A lie. And then hurtling through space. Um, <laughs> she, she says, she makes a very fateful choice here. She says, we're not going to destroy this ship over a misunderstanding that's not what starfleet officers have been that's trained to do
0: what Starfleet?
1: Um, which on the surface looks like very noble and everything except when you realize the fact that by not getting rid of this obstacle and touching down on this planet she's actually chosen to kind of doom her crew yeah this was oh. their salvation oh yeah yeah and she's chosen to like based on principle alone chosen to uh, principles that aren't even really hers yep ultimately yep um so this is you know so they retreat and and this is the breaking point for chakotay he can no longer follow her um you know to follow her directives which is actually what chakotay real chakotay would do as well oh my god he totally would to tell her when she's She's wrong So he takes her aside,
0: no. and but he kisses her.
1: N- no, no, he, oh, not even that. He does the opposite, which is tell her she's wrong. No, that's the worst. So he says, he says to her, he, you know, she's on her captain kick. I'm, so are you telling me that you're not listening to my orders either? He said because he told her, well, you're you're not Captain Janeway. You are a duplicate. He's trying to talk sense into her. She's like, oh, et tu, brute, or whatever, right? And it's,
0: it's so sad. But
1: then she makes yes. a really interesting point, which is we were just gobbledygook. Yeah, we were goop.
0: before we were carbon copies. Do you really want to go back to that life? Yeah.
1: And he's like, it's either that or oblivion. Yeah, it's either that or he's like, she was like, we weren't even sentient. He's see like, that? yeah, what's the point of being sentient if we're not alive? Right. And eh, it makes a lot of sense. And he also tells her, unfortunately, we don't see this, but you know, he's he's basically like, You know, he's got his finger on the pulse. A lot of the crew has already decided that they would rather be home, quote unquote, and just be goop than to cease to exist. And then he dies. (laughs) And then he dies.
0: Oh my God, he dies, you guys. All the Latinos just bit the bullet. So, So Chakotay dies. He dies. And Janeway, in that instant, knowing that the only guy who was ever good enough for her on this fucking ship, is now gone realizes that she was wrong
1: yep and she goes to the bridge and she gives somewhat of a little eulogy she does are you googly are you googly and she's like you know what he was the finest Starfleet officer and he was my friend and he was my friend and uh, and she you know I, I would say his the sacrifice of his life came at like his his final words were a correct recommendation for what they should do so she tells Tom, because he goes, like, what direction should I go? Right. She goes, um, set a course for home, for actual home.
0: uh, And that's,
1: and that's the thing is she's setting a course for home, but it's their home. And it's not a happy occasion. Oh my God. It's not a happy occasion. Uh, they, they have like a little meeting at one point, which is like the saddest freaking meeting ever, Mm. which is like four goopy, not even four, yeah, four goopy people sitting around a table mm-hmm. barely able to like hold their heads up and this is Neelix and Seven and Janeway and Harry I believe yeah so two bucks gone yeah you see now like our usual crew crew is down to four goopy renditions
0: and even the even the doc has been shorting and everything like that I yeah mean, he's and, gone he's gone and you guys I mean it's just they look in dire straits yeah because the doc is gone because part of the meeting is promoting neelix Neelix. to chief medical officer
1: yep things are really dire um and uh it's suggested that perhaps harry should relieve janeway for just a little bit because she's really tired she is slowing the fuck down so gross but she's like nay
0: i will stay captain Mm -hmm. thanks for your concern hey can we
1: can we download our our (sighs) logs yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thought to have so close to like at this point, um, you know, everything is really tacit and unspoken here. Right. And she's basically now thinking about not their survival necessarily, but their legacy. Oh. Um, and she makes the decision. She tells Seven, "Can let's find a way to take everything that we've done. Our findings from our missions our um, you know, personal logs, captain's let's logs, contribute. Let's not have lived in vain. Yeah, and, and hope that someone will find it. It's a message in a bottle. It's a time capsule. Um, so that's the takeaway from this meeting when they run into a dust cloud. You guys, they ran into a fucking little dust cloud, but because of the instability of this ship, yeah, the smallest little dust cloud could mean doom. And it really is uh, quite the chore for them to escape this thing without being torn apart. But it ends up being Janeway's last... Uh, good deed on Voyager. Janeway saves the ship before she dies, and then she is dead. So now we're <laughs> so now we're looking at a. Now I have no reason to live. <laughs> it's fuck life. It's not looking good, especially Ugh. when you realize that Harry's now a captain.
0: Harry's the captain, and we all know what happens to the ship when Harry's in charge. <laughs> it is proven. Time and time again, that whenever Harry Kim is in charge of Voyager,
1: shit goes down for the not good. Now, uh, at this point, we see a lonely Captain Kim on the bridge. We have a lonely Seven of Nine handling all of engineering. All of it, dude. So they didn't even show Tom Paris' death or Tuvok's dude. death, but they're just gone. Just, they're just, gone. Just assume they're goop now. You guys, they're goops. So, uh... Now everything is truly, they're truly, truly on their last legs. Um, l- there's only 10 hours left of life support. Yep. They're something like five days or five hours, I can't remember, away from their destination, which is the Y-class planet that might have, and it was a crapshoot to begin with, might have, you know, uh, saved their lives by reducing them back into primordial ooze. Maybe. Um, there's basically nothing now to possibly live for. There's, there's no hope left except to possibly use the last of their resources as the ship is falling apart. To, to send that time to capsule send out. that time capsule out. So Let's it, do it. at least some trace of them
0: exists. Oh, and we need to be clear that this time capsule was crafted by Seven using the stuff that, wasn't, that was not made up, that uh, Neelix smuggled on the ship because he yeah. was a klepto. It shouldn't,
1: it's not destabilizing, and it shouldn't. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't it have. If it, if it didn't get destroyed. Oh, 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 sorry. So yeah. So it gets oh, destroyed. Oh, shit. So it gets destroyed. So now in these final moments, there is literally nothing for them to live for. But hark. Hark. Some, something in the distance. Aye. A shadow. A shadow, lass. Nay, what is it? Yay.
0: but in the distance, on my shitty television, I see shape thing <laughs> of, a,
1: of a shippy. And, uh, send it a signal. It's a site for sore eyes. It's Voyager.
0: Oh my God. Why oh my they God. do this to me? So, why?
1: So, so now the way the episode has, you know, unfolded is everything is gone. The Y the class planet, um, safe out. harbor dead. option, dead. dead and gone. Dead. Going to earth. That's long out. Janeway dead. Gone out of the window. Um, going back to their, love dead. Yeah. Going back to their planet. Dead. Uh, having their legacy preserved in a time capsule that probably never would have gotten found anyway, but also dead. Dead. So now the only thing that they have is the off chance that this Harry and this Seven can somehow make it to Voyager in their very final moments of being alive so that that somehow the original Harry and the original Seven's genetic makeup could possibly fuse with theirs and, and um, allow them to live. Well, they want to be seen. They want to be seen. They want to to say... They want... They want to... They just want someone to know that they existed. Oh, my God. And as they rush towards the waiting arms of Voyager... And as Voyager, uh, we finally get a glimpse of actual Voyager, where everyone's healthy, and they're zooming towards this thing because they've received a distress signal. You guys, they've
0: received a distress signal, and they're... So they... These two ships are racing
1: towards each other. Like two people in an airport at the end of a rom-com. But And Janeway, true to form and as predicted earlier in the episode, has already, she's responding with the fastest speed they can. She's already confirmed that the rescue teams are ready. They don't know what they're headed to, but they know someone needs help. So they were right. Janeway would have helped them because... Janeway would have helped Because that's what she's them. doing now. And as they finally arrive at the coordinates and they drop out of warp, all they find is dust in the wind. And there's no indication of what it was. If it doesn't even look like a vessel anymore, it's literally just chunks. It looks like a dust bunny. Yep, it's just silver chunks in in space. Um, No signs of life whatsoever. And we as viewers know what it was, and we know what they lost. We we spent 45 minutes getting to know these people. Um, But Voyager never will. Um, and Janeway says, "Well, uh, log this. <laughs> well, uh, the, you know, we received a distress signal. We arrived at the coordinates. The vessel was destroyed. No known survivors. And that is going to be the sum total of this entire cruise legacy. Is their a blip. hopes and dreams, their a discoveries, p- and their love? Just a blip." in a captain's log that most that will forever just kind of be overlooked cuz there's no data on it. So, um you know, a happy episode. <laughs> just just great, just real just real great Voyager, just real uplifting for 13-year-old Jennifer in high school just looking for a break between studying for tests, just going to turn on TV. Oh yay, Voyager's on. Oh shit. Here for me is the biggest mind fuck, right? I do it. The biggest mind fuck in the world for me We're already down this path with this hopes and. I had, I, had I had two thoughts here. Do it. Right. One was like, it's interesting that this Bolana and Tom got married and the other one wouldn't for a while longer. Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting. Right. But second of all, the biggest mind fuck for me was all the episodes between the episode Demon and this uh, episode. Who did that belong to? Yeah which ones of those episodes were this crew and which ones were actual Voyager, which missions were lost forever because the logs don't exist. And I, uh, you know, obviously they're never going to reveal that or, you know, maybe none of them were, maybe we just drop in on this crew just this for this episode. Yes. But it's a big mind fuck
0: to touch on your first point, And I thought, I thought the same thing. And part of me wondered if the acceleration in their timeline was also a part of their, the acceleration in their degeneration. They did everything super fast. Like, if you think about it, they have a science that the current Voyager does not have. Right. They installed may, a new warp drive. Yeah. Like, maybe there was something to be said about their degeneration also allows... They're like, they're like John Travolta in that Michael movie. The one with the Eric Clapton song. Remember that?
1: <laughs> which, which song was that? I could change (laughs) the world. Don't make me cry, Jen. I would see the sunlight in in your universe. universe. You You would think think my love love was really something something good, good, baby, if if I I could
2: change.
1: (laughs) But I can't because I turned into goo. (laughs) What I I think uh, is notable about this is it, recontextualizes or or reframes up the episode that spawned the scenario. Right. It's because that was arguably a stupid episode.
0: <laughs> oh for sure. Demon well, was a dumb episode. It was deep end. And and uh so yeah there's a lot to reflect on in this episode. I drank a lot of wine. <laughs> I cried a lot. I didn't I don't cry this much at Star Trek episodes.
1: Yeah this one's tough. This, this one's one was, tough was to get thanks Jen. you're welcome but you know look here's the here's the positive we got this out the way oh hey hey that's great thanks thanks so much we got we got this one out of the way it's all sunshine and rainbows from here on oh yeah that's
0: totally what this is about hey let me drink this wine and let's uh let's circle back to hope's end uh so um in in drinking has it done anything for
1: you it's less sweet to me now and it's dried out it's drier Oh, dude, you're you're right. It just took all the moisture out of my tongue. It's like I ate a desiccant, oh, desiccant packet. It got tart real fast. Yeah, it's Ooh, super dry. I didn't
0: even think about that. This, yeah, usually things mellow out. This sucker got like like a clenched butthole. <laughs> this is the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to share this moment. What are we doing next? Um, After the group hug and therapy, uh... The Q, and, no, the Q and the gray. Yes, we haven't done a Q episode. Um, we should do the Q and the gray because it's lighthearted. Yeah. Because nothing says lighthearted like the Civil War.
1: And we haven't done a Q episode yet.
0: And we haven't done a Q episode, and let's be honest, Death Wish, not an upper. Mm-mm, not an upper. Not an upper. Mm. Oh, we're going to get our fun on, and our fun on is our Janeway in a nightgown on, <laughs> which is the best way, I can't even speak. This wine did the trick. This episode did the wine. And uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you guys have been the best listening audience ever. I love you guys so much. I think you're okay. Oh my God. (laughs) Do you have something to say about that? Please let us know in uh, the comments on our social. We're at 7 of Wine everywhere. Uh, You can also hit us up at engage at 7ofwine.com. And uh, I'm Jacqueline. I'm Jennifer. You guys have been listening to 7 of Wine. You're the greatest. Don't, uh, Don't go changing into goop on me. You guys, if someone gave me a chip with a honeymoon on it, I swear to God. I'd fall apart. I'd fall apart.
2: Hey is Jonathan the Podfather here and when I first started Geekscape back in 2006 it was just a podcast but then it grew into a podcast network and a community and the whole plan was to turn it into a production company so we could make cool films and TV ideas and all sorts of stuff for you guys. We'll always be doing the podcast but right now I want to let you guys know that we're running a Seed&Spark campaign for one of our first original productions. And this is a co-production with Dweeb Darlings and Fonco Studios called Stocking LeVar. It's a continuation of the web series, Stocking LeVar. If you go online, go to YouTube or dweebdarlings.com and look for Stocking LeVar and you guys will find a pretty fun two seasons of this show. We're gonna make a short film out of it, but we're gonna need your help. So go to SeasonSpark.com, search Stocking LeVar, as in LeVar Burton, and you'll find our project. Listen, if you can't donate, it's okay. Just follow and share. That'll help us out a whole lot. And then if you can donate, as some of your fellow Geekscapers have, we'd appreciate that too. The campaign's going to be running for a while, so I really, really appreciate you guys checking it out, and enjoy the rest of this show.
1: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.